So it's the daily podcast and it's also round 21 of the Premier League and it's the Happy New Year to all my viewers. I uh, hope you've had a, a, a good uh, festive period. Uh, I hope you haven't been uh, too excessive on the alcohol and food and now it's back to business with the Premier League. First up on this uh, uh, New Year's event is Everton against Leicester. Well, I have to say the first half was uh, full of errors, full of uh, poor control, uh, passes just going astray, and there was really only one decent effort on goal from uh, Everton's Kenny, uh, who was in at right back for Coleman, and he scraped Smichael's crossbar. Everton had most of the possession, Walcott particularly disappointing with his crosses, so at half-time goalless. Now, up until this uh, moment, uh, minute 57, I'd hardly noticed Vardy, but after an error by Keane, just inside the Everton half, the ball uh, was uh, delivered to uh, Vardy, who has such quick pace, he managed to get into the box and hit a, the hit hit the ball in the right corner with his uh, left leg, and uh, what a great finish! And the foxes were one up. After that, uh, Liverpool, Everton really didn't get going. Um, um, Sigurdsson was disappointing with his crosses. Um, Richarlison and Calvin Lewin. Hardly created a chance, really. And Schmeichel was uh, r relatively quiet, really, throughout. On 82, Maguire uh, had a golden chance to make it 2-0. Um, but he missed the target, and fortunately, he, he, it, it's, it was ruled off stide, which spared his blushes. Anyway, the final whistle arrived. A very disappointing game and even more disappointing for Everton because they lost 1-0. Okay, so second up uh, was at the Emirates, Arsenal against Fulham, Fulham next to bottom. Team news, Kamara, who'd had that spate with Mitrovic, was on the bench for Fulham. Uh, still no Ozil, uh, Emery said he's still got a problem with the knee. He didn't look very convincing. Uh, Lacazette was teamed up with Obama Young. The first 20 minutes, well, Fulham had the best of it. They had two uh, solid chances, the f both to Sessegnon. He missed the target on 14 minutes when he should have scored. And on 23, he was inches away from connecting with a Schuler cross. Um, but they paid heavily for this because a couple of minutes later, Xhaka uh, popped up on uh, in the box on the six-yard line to convert an Awobi cross, uh, and that was one nil the Gunners. Xhaka uh, should have got a second on 34, but Rico smothered the shot. So we went to the break one nil, and I have to say the the match wasn't really very appealing on the eye. 
Into the second half, then some uh, Arsenal did get better. And on 54 minutes, a nice passing movement in and around the box was finished off by Lacazette. Uh, and that was 2-0 Gunners. Now, uh, after that, um, Fulham amazingly got back into the match on 68 when a session cross was met by Kamara, who had been brought on, and he converted to peg it back to 2-1. This followed Arsenal giving the ball away about 30 yards from their goal. 2-1 then, game on. But in 78 minutes, Ramsey had come on as a sub, and he connected with a Klasinic cross, uh, who got to the byline. And that was 3-1 Gunners. 83, Aubameyang got his uh, goal. And this guy scores for fun. Uh, this was a gain after uh, a dreadful piece of defending by uh, Fulham, who got themselves in a right old mess from a corner, trying to clear the ball. And the ball fell to Aubameyang, who hammered it home. So a comfortable win for the Gunners, 4-1. Uh, Ran Rary's two uh, clean sheets are looking a distant memory now. And Fulham, well, they've got some dreadful problems at the back. To Cardiff and Spurs were in town. This was the final match on the, the first day here. And Spurs got started very quickly. Two minutes, cross from the right. Cardiff's defence in a mess and Kane gets a faint touch uh, after the ball hits his knees following an attempted clearance and it crawls into the corner of the net. Uh, Edridge, very slow I thought, but anyway, spurs up 1-0. 12 minutes, Ericsson, who was possibly the uh, Spurs' best player, pops up in the area and and collects a slick pass from Son and he pops it in the corner and that's 2-0 Spurs. It got even better on 25 when Son uh, finished another sweet move and the Cardiff defenders kept on backing off and he squeezed it in the corner. Uh, They could have had more but 3-0 up at the break. Second half, well, it tailed off a bit, maybe weariness setting in. Uh, the first chance for Cardiff on 51, but Loris was uh, comfortable on the save. More chances for Spurs, uh, but Etheridge again uh, prevented Kane making it four on 83 minutes. It was a polished performance by Spurs, and Warnock, of course, uh, as a load of problems and this certainly wouldn't have cheered up his new year so final score Cardiff nil Spurs three let's get let's get to uh, the action on January the 2nd and we'll start at the Vitality Stadium Bournemouth at home to Watford well what a crazy action-packed game this was particularly in the first half with goals galore Deeney got it all going heading in from a corner from a neat cross on 14 minutes and a little later uh, Watford on the break through Delafeo he weaved his way 
up to the penalty area. Eventually, he was tackled and the ball fell kindly at the free of Deeney and he finished it off in style to put the Hornets two up. Then Bournemouth, knowing that they had to re respond quickly, uh, they had a great goal uh, worked from a number of players. Ended up with Gosling's header being saved by Foster, but Ake was following up to uh, head it in. So that was 2-1. And then within a few minutes, Wilson's header uh, went beyond Foster to level it up at two each. Then we had a, 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 another crazy incident. The ball was booted, booted upfield and headed on for Semmer to hit it in the corner. Watford back in front 3-2. And then on 40 minutes, Fraser from across from the right, two dummies by what the Bournemouth players it fell to Fraser and he stroked the ball in the corner so we got to half time and it was three each the second half couldn't live up to it um, but I have to say that I was impressed by Foster who continues to put in stellar performances so it ended up a share of the points that's about right uh, 3-3 so to the John Smith Stadium bottom of the table Huddersfield at home to third from bottom Burnley well another good start from the Terriers and uh, they went ahead with a cool headed finish by Mounier uh, on 33 minutes but uh, there was a response from Burnley and uh, it was quick. Uh, McNeil with some good work on the left and his swift cross was met sharply by Wood, one each. A minute later, a reckless second challenge from Schindler got the second yellow and that meant he was off. So into the second half and Huddersfield having to play uh, throughout with only 10 men. Burnley on the, in the ascendancy and eventually uh, it was Barnes on 74 minutes who followed up some neat work uh, to put the uh, Burnley ahead and I have to say when the final whistle came they were good value to it so Burnley back on the up winning this one 2-1 so to the London Stadium West Ham at home to Brighton now, uh, Carroll was uh, in the starting lineup for the Hammers, uh, and Nasri, their new signing, was on the bench. Good start from uh, the Hammers. They were on top, and they had a few goal-scoring opportunities. But it was Brighton from a corner. Fabian should punch clear, but it went straight to Stevens. And he slotted the ball into the corner. And that was the Brighton in front uh, on 56 minutes. A couple of minutes later, they doubled their lead when Duffy uh, at the far post hooked it in. So all of a sudden, the Hammers were two down. Well, typically, 
this season, West Ham have been fighters. And they responded. And Natovic got a typical goalkeeper's, a goal scorer's opportunity goal from a couple of yards out. And then he got his second uh, a couple of minutes later, that's minute 68, uh, from a clip back from the byline. And so that brought them level on 2-2. Two, two. Little chances after that, we went to the full-time whistle and two each was the final score. Wolves coming off that win against Spurs were at home to Crystal Palace. Um, and Jordan Ayew was in from the first start for Palace. That's a rare start for him. Well, I have to say that the first half was pretty forgettable. Uh, but into the second half, we were looking at a, a goalless draw when a Van Arnhot shot actually went straight to Ayu, who was on the, on, in the penalty area, and his instant control and left foot placement into the corner was sublime. All of a sudden, then Palace had got the lead one up. Uh, but it has to be said that Wolves had been disappointing free, throughout. Uh, so it was no surprise then when they were chasing the game that the a break was on and Saha was on onto it in a flash. He went down into the box and Bennett tripped him and the old stalwart Milojovic Milojovic did the business from the penalty spot and Palace a deserved 2-0 scoreline. I don't know what happened to Wolves today. They seem listless, uh, lifeless, lacking in creativity. And this has happened before for them. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they get on uh, in the cup. So to St. James's Park and uh, Man United were the visitors. Uh, Lukaku and Sanchez were on the bench for United. Valencia reinstalled a right back and was made captain. Uh, the first half a bit bitty. Martial had a ch chance but hit the side netting. Matsu had a couple of early efforts on United's goal. And a defensive er error allowed Rashford in on goal. But the Dubrovka was strong. And uh, we got to the break, uh, goalless. Anyway, things changed quite quickly in the second half. On uh, 63 minutes, Lukaku was brought on with Sanchez. And uh, virtually uh, within a minute, United got a free kick outside the box. Rashford took it from 30 yards plus. And Dubrovka couldn't uh, handle it. He pushed it out uh, a yard. And Lukaku, following up, got there first. Prodded the ball into the back of the net. And United were one up. A little bit later, on minute 80, uh, Lukaku was again involved. And he linked up superbly with Sanchez. Uh, and Sanchez ball 
was laid perfectly uh, to Rashford, who placed the ball home to give United a 2-0 lead. Late on, Shelby had a, a, a bad tackle on Pogba, which should have been a red, and Pogba missed a chance to keep his goal-scoring record up, uh, but it didn't matter. Another five-star performance from Rashford, and the Devils winning this one by two goals to nil. So to the last fixture on January the 2nd, it was at Stamford Bridge and Southampton were the visitors. Uh, stout defending by Saints and rather poor finishing by Morata and others in the Chelsea camp enabled this to end scoreless. Um, it was a pretty poor match all in all. Um, Gunn making his debut for Saints was impressive. Uh, Strangely, William was substituted midway through the first half for Loftus-Cheek. I don't know what that was about. Morata did score, but it was offside. Uh, Chelsea's best period was when they put Fabregas on late in the second half. Anyway, delighted uh, Southampton supporters to get a draw at Chelsea. And uh, Sari, he's got some work to do here. So the final match of the round. It was yesterday, uh, January the 3rd, and it was at the Etihad. Uh, one and two in the league faced off. Manchester City at home to Liverpool. Um, well, it was a tremendous match to watch. I only saw some highlights, but it looked like it was of a very high quality. And uh, the first real chance came on 17 minutes. Liverpool, great move involving that, those, those top three. Salah linking with Firmino. And he then set up Mane, who hit a post. The rebound caused absolute havoc in City's defence. Stones' clearance rebounded off Edison and was going into the net when Stones recovered to clear it off the line. As I say... Uh, both sides were certainly going for it. We saw a number of half chances at either end. But then on 39 minutes, an absolutely fantastic finish by Aguero. He smashed the ball in from a very tight angle after a constant pressure for a number of minutes by City. So they went into the, the break one up into the second half. Liverpool were moving forward more frequently. And uh, on 62 minutes, an Arnold free kick uh, caused a few issues for City's def defence. But then it was Arnold again on 63 minutes. Across to the far post, it was met by Robertson, who connected on the volley, a cross goal, and Firmino was there to head in the equaliser. Game on, 1-1. On 71 minutes, a sweet passing move uh, involving Sterling. And he connected with Sane on a slight overlap. Sane's shot was brilliant. It went in off the post and City were up 2-1. After that, well, 
Liverpool did respond, but the best chances came to City. Uh, in fact, um, they should have got a third when Sterling uh, managed to hit a shot wide. Overall, a top quality encounter, and we can see why these two sides are at the top of the league. It's only four points now, Man City closing. Anyway, that's the uh, comments on this week of matches. Uh, I have to say that the best goal as far as I'm concerned, uh, and I, I am a little bit biased, of course, is Rashford's uh, second goal. Um, but there were many great efforts. Anyway, we're off at the weekend. It's FA Cup. Uh, so we've got a 10-day break then before the Premier League resumes.